Alrighty. Corey. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> um, alrighty. If you were good, I'm good. Let's get this show on the road. Alrighty. In three, two, one. Oh, shit. Hold on. Trying to pull up beautiful. <laughs> um, sorry, you're good. Hey, <laughs> shut up. Are shut you up. doing I'm okay? Trying to, I'm trying to be serious. You okay. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy. Because life is hectic, why should your hobbies be too? Uh, my name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we are coming back at it today with episode number 16, everybody. Yes, um, the big one, it's, six. It's our sweet 16. Yeah, it's the sweet 16. Yeah, it's our, uh, I was going to say it's our quinceanera, but that's the that's 15. No, that, that, yeah, that was, that was last week. <laughs> Close. Um, yeah, Real. it's... Just we're we're in the the milestone junction of uh the teenage years so we're we're doing well we're getting into so much angst yeah i know it's so uh, much it's angst. our dark period we're gonna but we're gonna emerge when we hit 30 mm. oh we're gonna <laughs> shine oh my shine gosh bright like a diamond oh yeah so this week Corey, i don't know about you but i have a lot to talk about uh, our our listeners may be disappointed, who may have been disappointed last week um, when I didn't have much to talk about. Um, but. This week, that's not the case. This week, I have much more to talk about. <laughs> How about so yourself? I, uh, I have a, a little bit more to talk about. Some um, old flames to revisit. Ooh. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to talk about it. I guess one's a new old flame. I don't know how quite to describe it, but all together, we're we're going down memory lane for a few Good of deal. these. So we'll start uh, start us off, Corey. What are you uh, What are you playing? What do you What do you have to talk to us about today? Revisit the old flames. Tell us your stories while the campfire licks your boot heels. Or as, you know, with the Taylor Swift re-release of Red, as we reminisce on this fantastic masterpiece that has now been um, remade, you know, Taylor's version, uh, my Mm -hmm. vinyl came in today. So, you know, listeners, go ahead and just toss that on the background. Uh, But we are talking about, um, one, uh, Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond, which I picked Mm. up yesterday. Not Shining Pearl? Brilliant Diamond uh, exclusive. Just Brilliant Diamond. Yeah, I played okay. Pearl my first time through now. Jumping trains, switching lanes, however we want to say it. I get it. Um, I'm on the Brilliant Diamond train. And as well as I dipped the waters back into that sweet, sweet, sweet Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh, oh, yes. The love it. We love the it. love burns strong and bright. Love to see it. And then for you, I know we are checking in because you have made a huge huge amounts of progress on tales of arise yeah yeah i haven't uh haven't even to you i've I've been keeping it close to the vest what i've been Mm -hmm. what i've been feeling so we'll uh we'll dig into that but how are you tomorrow (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, speaking of everybody, um, if you're not aware, I mean, I'm sure this episode will be going up um, pre-Thanksgiving. Um, there will be plenty, or pre-Thanksgiving for our American listeners. Um, the So I'm not sure what deals may look like in your own country, but Corey and I both, I mean, seem to have grabbed some snazzy deals on the internets um for some very recent releases you got tales of arise you got uh guardians was that of the galaxy yep Mm -hmm. both ps5 both for combined 30 bucks on um amazon and uh, you know i have lots of thoughts on amazon most of them bad but (laughs) it was too good of a deal to pass up so jeffrey bezos is a lot of bad words but (laughs) Um, yeah. And I, and I grabbed a couple too. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited to hear what you end up thinking about Tales of Arise, but you know, at this, at this point, the biggest new release of the, of the day of the week, um, Pokemon, uh, which seems it's funny. I mean, you know, you kind of continue the trend. We'll talk about a little bit more, but the GTA remasters came out, uh, Halo Infinite. (laughs) came out g4s back on tv and we're playing oh, pokemon wow. i mean yeah. it's uh look at it's early look 2000s at mid 90s whatever you want to whatever it's basically it is. like we're trying to erase the last 15 years um only, only. <laughs> but how are you how are you feeling about it i haven't played it yet um i you know we i spoke about it when I guess whenever we had our Pokemon retrospective, if not, whenever we had our, like, what are we most looking forward to discussion, but, um, gen four is the, is my only gap in Pokemon, like the Pokemon line, Mm, you know, it's, um, it's the one I'm familiar with, with the Pokemon from that generation, but you know, that Sinnoh, the gems, that story, you know, all of that, um, is unknown to me. So, um, regale me, Corey, tell me, tell me all about the Sinnoh region. How is it, how is it treating you this year? I mean, 2021. It is magnificent. Like I said, it's an old flame, an old lover. Um, this, so Gen 4 was the last edition I played. Well, let me reword that. I've played, um, Heart Gold and Soul Silver on multiple occasions throughout the years. Played Fire Red last year. Played a okay. lot of, you know, Gen 1 through 4 a couple of times, but Gen 4 was my last, like, new. I didn't play, like, any of the Black and Whites or X or Y or any of that. Okay. Um, and so, picked it up yesterday. Um, you know, played it for, like, 30 minutes. Uh, picked my first Pokemon. Um, went with Turtwig to start out and um, save, set it down for a little bit. I'm like, okay, you know, that was good. Um, come back to this in a little bit. Uh, my wife works third shift, so I helped her, you know, get ready, made dinner, you know, uh, made sure everything was set for her as she like, went off to work. And I sat down, I'm like, okay, well, let me, uh, let me just jump back in um, to some Pokemon. Uh, this was after I played some Fall Guys with friends. Okay. Um, uh, I'm working for the platinum for Fall Guys, and I'm like three levels what? away from getting the platinum. So no way. Yep, that I ain't real. That. Mm-hmm. Go check. You can go check. Go check my trophy list, Chris. <laughs> go check it. Go check it. Um, 
So, but yeah, so um, Fall Guys, great game. You should absolutely go play it. My, I need to talk more about that because that's a phenomenal, phenomenal game. You should. Um, I'd like to. But, I'd like to hear you talk about it, Corey. But, uh, but talk to me about Pokemon. What you, what you got? We're, we're talking. About, <laughs> so I sat down. I put. I turned it back on. This is so long winded. I'm sorry, listeners. No, you're um, good. But turned it back on, and probably within about ten minutes of you know going back to your house and then being able to set out on the adventure. It brought me right back to when I first played it. And I wasn't even thinking like it brought me back. I was just in it, like remembering everything. Like, oh, I've done this before. Like I've gone through these uh, routes. I pulled up the map. I'm like, oh, wait, this is where like I found Lucario the first time. This is where um, I'm, I uh, was trying to catch a Feebas so I could evolve it in the, into a Militakeo. Militesio, however you want to say it. Um, regardless, uh, milita- but I, Militakeo? I don't, yes, I don't sure. know which. <laughs> we'll go with it. It works. Um, but I was just, everything came flooding back all at once, and I loved it and am loving it. Um, I currently have, um, I've caught seven different, well, I guess I have seven Pokemon, caught six different Pokemon, giving them all nicknames. It's great. Um, I've given them a lot of D and D nicknames, which has been a lot oh, of fun of for me. Yeah, Look yeah, at you. you know, you gotta bring my passions together. You know, worlds collide. <laughs> um, I named so, my Pokemon general things like uh, Philip and Kevin. I had a. Um, uh, I had named a, one Steve because yeah. it, it's just, it just has to be my Onyx is named Steve. Yeah, uh, that, it just that's fits. my vibe. it just feels right. I, I, it, it just it fits. Yeah, um, I get it. Also, side note, but, uh, Phoebus in, evolves into Militog. Um, which is Phoebus? I, I always pronounced it Phoebas. Phoebe, F-E-E-B-A-S. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it could be either, I guess. Um, I yeah, whenever you started it, I, I could picture both of them. Yes. But Militog, I thought was, I think it's an earlier gen Pokemon. Um, so that's why I, I was a little so. bit confused. I thought so because I've I've mm-hmm. it's, shut up, Corey. You don't know. Pokemon. Okay, okay. You no, don't you get it. Your, do your thing. Do your thing. Do, keep talking. I'm gonna I'm gonna prove you wrong. Go, go. Okay. And regardless, um, it's good. You know, it is the chibi chibi uh vide version of it, which like took me a second to get into. Um, but overall, digging it, loving the new animations. This is my first. I guess I didn't play Sword or Shield. Um, or the, um, Omega Rubies, uh, and, um, I can't remember what the Sapphire was called. Um, but this Militog came out in Gen 3, you dumb, dumb boy. Did it really? Yes. Was it, it was in Ruby and Sapphire? It was in Ruby and Sapphire. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I on. have... I have distinct memories that that was the reason I was confused because I have distinct memories of being in elementary school and I had a um, I had like a camp counselor who showed us like had a super trained melodic militic, however you call it. And I mean, it was like perfect. It was, you know, before before we had any sort of understanding of like you know, EVs and IVs and, you know, all these right. like secret stats and stuff. Like, I mean, it was like, it was the prime pristine, 
uh, melodic and it was yeah. also like, it was a shiny and it was all the, like, yes. I mean, it was just this, oh. you know, it was the specimen. Um, so long be working. There we go. Um, Chris one, Corey zero dunked on him. Got him. No, but all around <laughs> it, it's good. I, I I'm loving it. Um, I've beaten the first gym. Working through the second, well, not working through the second gym. I went to take on the gym leader, and um, one of my, I guess, uh, you know, favorite things about Pokemon, especially in the early gyms, is that when you have a Pokemon who can do the damage type that's super effective, you just mm-hmm. mow them down, regardless yeah. of level. And so that was happening um, in the second gym, and so she whipped out her uh, Rose Midday. Rosemary, the final form of the, um, the little bud plant thing. I, I captured it as well. Anyway, all that's to say, all that is to say is um, she, she smoked me with the last Pokemon. I mean, I'm talking, uh, it's 6v1, and she took down all six. <laughs> and I was just flabbergasted. Um, so I was like, okay, back to the drawing board. Time to go grind. And again, this might have been introduced in Sword and Shield. I don't know. I love, love, love that there is a Universal Party XP granted now. Um, that is, I mean, write, write us at arcadecozy at gmail.com um, if you are smarter than we are. But think that was like gen five ish gen it wasn't sword and shield it's older than than the most recent generation it's been a while it's been around for a little while um but i don't think it was in gen four last time so it had to have come no it definitely wasn't somewhere in the middle yeah well i love that it's now there it's a lifesaver no longer is it long hours of switching out your pokemon and switching out the xp share and so on and so forth to get everyone leveled up now everyone's roughly around the same and it's it's still divvied out differently based on who fought and who didn't fight in a battle but it is great um all around just to kind of have that slow build like i my abra evolved um which is great because I never had to use him because you can't use him early on. And yeah. now he's evolved and somewhat usable and it's pretty great. So interesting. I am a massive, massive fan of that quality of life improvement and all around. I'm, I'm just digging it. It makes me, it makes me feel like a kid again. Yeah. I love it. It's good. I love it. I'm glad. It also makes me angry that they don't have the previous like old 2d like gems, like the originals, like on the Nintendo store. But that is a topic for another day. Yeah, they do have them. I mean, I know it doesn't help toward somebody who's looking for it on the Switch, but um, I mean, they do have the first two on the 3DS. Yes, that is true. Um, (laughs) So they, they have been modernized, but I, you know, and plus you also have Let's Go. Um, which right. is different, but it is also kind of the same as Gen 1. I understand, though. It's, um, it, it goes back to the old conversation about uh, you know, preservation. 
thing, things yeah. like that. Like, um, I mean, that, that's been my biggest issue with Gen 4 and what's kept me from playing it for so long is, is just, I mean, less so Pearl and Diamond and Platinum, more so the Heart Gold Soul Silver, but, you know, the the price is prohibitive. I mean, it's very yeah. much a thing where, you know, if you want to play these games that are 15 years old, you have to pay like any one. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, I do want like a complete edition. Like I would like the case and the game. Like I don't necessarily just want a game in a Ziploc baggie. Um, but, you know, if you want that, like it costs 70, 80 bucks plus. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, that is the tough thing. Like, um, I was not like super, super excited about these remakes going into it, partially just because they seemed like they were just, um, in a way kind of like the lowest bar, like, okay, we're going to make it just, I mean, even like the let's go games, there was, there was an, like, I don't love that element where it was like every Pokemon that you're catching, you're doing it like your Pokemon go. Um, but there was an element where it felt like, okay, they're doing something new here. They're doing something different. It seems like they put in that time. Um, and that, that was kind of my initial thinking with the diamond and pearl games was that that was kind of the direction they were going was just kind of, you know, we're just doing the base. We're going to do like nothing at all, but you know, there is something, there's a positive to that because it does, I mean, again, it, regardless of how it's released, like it does kind of, it allows a new generation of people in my case to play these games. I mean, I know I'm, I'm older, like (laughs) for a lot of people, the fourth gen were like their, their childhood Pokemon. So for them, I mean, this is like a nostalgia hit for me. It's, Hey, this is the first time I've been able to play it without dropping like, um, half a paycheck on a game. (laughs) So, um, Tell me about it. I'm excited. I, uh, you know, will I, I plan to play it here soon. It's a nice, I love Pokemon at the end of the year. It's a nice little, uh, little, little thing to, to yeah. dive in on. It's been nice to, as we'd love to say, cozy up with over the past, oh, yeah. um, two days now. So, oh yeah. But um, the other game I've been touching um, is We've another. Been, you've been touching it? Oh, don't, me, you don't, don't make it weird. Don't make it weird. <laughs> um, what other I, games are you touching? I have jumped back <laughs> into Yakuza Like a Dragon. Ah, and yeah. man, oh man, Ichiban and Co. still are beautiful human beings that I love to hang out with. It is so, such a good game. Remind us, I mean, not spoiler territory, but you were, I mean, you were pretty far. Yeah, I definitely. Whenever you played before. I was. um, Now that I jumped back in, I was like, wow, I definitely um, hopped off this at the wrong time. Granted, I hopped off Mm -hmm. for Deathloop, um, but I just got done, I guess. um, Let's see. I'm on chapter 12 now. I just got out of the meeting with uh, Aoki, I guess, for your perspective. I don't okay. want to give names for spoilers, but, yep. um, yeah, met back at the the business place. Okay. Um, and then it was just like, 
uh, go find 3 million yen, and then the story can kind of move forward, which yep. is easy yep. if you've done the uh, mini game the of the business, yep. which you can go and just rake in like 4 million yen at a time. It's free money. Yep. Um, so if you are playing Yakuza Like a Dragon and you're struggling for money, just go do the business mini game and you'll be filthy rich after about two hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. Disgustingly rich. You know, I think you pointed it out. It is a wild game to be where you are a homeless character, technically speaking, but you mm-hmm. are also the CEO of the number one business in Japan. Yes. So, yes. You know, mm. Ichiban Holdings, number one, number one go. Um, yeah. It is, it's the, yeah, it's, which which I love. I mean, it is like oh, yeah. you're you're getting to the point in the game again for for people who haven't bear with us. If you haven't played Yakuza like a dragon, um, just bear with us for a second. But like, it is the you're getting to the point where things because I, I feel like with the Yakuza games, like there's a lot of intrigue at the start. You know, there's stuff to keep you hooked, stuff to like get you going. But it's that last like quarter where it's just like you know, bombshell after bombshell, just boom, 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 betrayal, boom. Yeah. secrets, <laughs> revelations. So just move. And like you're, about- you're, you're hitting that point. Like you're getting to the point where it's like, the stuff is just going to start stacking up and it's like, what this happened? Oh my God. Who's he? What you mean? That was yeah. what was going on there. Like that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, and the game really starts to ramp up then. So I'm excited to, I'm so, I'm excited that you're getting back into it because it is, I mean, if nothing else, it's a wonderful game. It needs to be finished. It's, I agree. Uh, I'm about to go meet Arakawa-san. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I'm pumped. I know more ish is going to hit the fan. Yep. And excuse me. Um, yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, I I love Ichiban. I love the whole crew. Um, and I have the Heroes Bat leveled up super, super, super high as well. So I'm a little OP at the moment in combat, yeah. which is great as well. Um, it is also one of those games where you don't really have to grind too much. I, you might have to by the end, if I understand it correctly. But yeah. um, overall... Just a lovely gem of a game, and I'm happy to be playing it again. And I will finish it before um, I start Tales of Our Eyes, which is yeah. gets here tomorrow. Yep. So what uh what classes will, are you are you diving in on? Not to again, not to uh, give too many spoilers, but you know, do you have any of the optional like jobs that you're really digging? Uh, I've, I've kept Ichiban as like the primary hero class. Oh, really? Um, Mm-hmm. Ichiban for uh, me for a lot of the game was a chef. That's what I ran with him. Um, I have um, Naba Namba as a um, I had him as a chef for a while, but now he's back to homeless okay. man because okay. that pyro belch is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. Let's see. Sai Sean. We I have as the singer. A singer class, yeah, essentially a bard, a, a yep. yeah, idol. That's what it is. A lot mm-hmm. of buffs, debuffs, um, comes in handy. And um, oh, what's the police officer's name? I'm blanking. 
um, Adachi. Is that right? Yep, Adachi. Okay. Um, he <laughs> Just is pulled that the. Out of my butt. <laughs> he is, no, yeah, no, it's Adachi San. Um, I have him as the riot shield guy. Okay. Um, yep. Big crowd control. Yep. Um, trying to think. I Aaron guess don't dig in is, too much on the other people because it does does start to get into some spoiler spoilery, spoilery yeah. territory. But are you with with them at least? Are you kind of using their default classes, which I kind of did for for a fair bit of it. I am for like, one of them, but um, for the other two, I had them doing um, different stuff. Okay, so interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I think. Um, I don't think this one's a spoiler, but Aaron I have as uh-huh. well. It might be what she normally does—the secretary. Yeah. Um, mainly for her thumbtack move. Yeah. Which is ridiculously <laughs> OP because it basically she goes first in every combat. There's yeah. this move where you throw thumbtacks, and the thing is, it hits a wide, wide area. And since she goes first, their enemies are always grouped together at the beginning of a combat fight. Yep. So I send her in. I hit the triangle button to make it like super powerful yep. when the, like to time the, it right, and it knocks either like half of them like fully out or brings them all down like fifty percent HP just out the yeah. gate. Yeah, she that is was... a mainstay party member because it's just too good of a move. Yeah, she. That was. I mean, for people. For people who are familiar with like JRPGs, like it's, you know, I mean, most of the time, whenever you have caster classes or some sort of like, maybe not like heavy offense class, but like, you know, somebody has some sort of AOE attack, not just AOE, but like a, an attack that can target everybody. And that is one thing that like a dragon kind of lacks is that there aren't many moves that really do legitimately target everybody um the and the thumbtacks don't either i mean it's an it's an area no it's meant to be like a yeah but because like like you said like because people are grouped up right at the start she goes first you can just get it out there yeah i use that all the time i she was a spam it yeah Yeah, um she is always in the party always yeah Um, then the other two spots just rotate yeah (laughs) Um, that's good though. I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to hear how things go, especially some of the story stuff. I think, um, you know, I'm not I don't have a ton of Yakuza experience, but I loved the story. I thought it went some some cool places, and I'm excited to hear how you uh how you enjoyed it. It's definitely in my goatee discussion, but that is again, oh, a topic goodness, for Corey. another day. Oh God, it, Yakuza like a dragon. Yes, <laughs> five. Came out in 2021. You're not wrong. And therefore is eligible for the goatee conversations. That's, that's Listeners, true. if yeah. you disagree with me, you are welcome to let me know. But my feet are in the sand on this one. Um, <laughs> you're not wrong. I understand. You're, you're, you're right. Um, but um, that, that's my um, stuff for the week. What I have been excited to get to and what I want to hear about is Tales of Arise, yes. Christopher. So, because this is a game I desperately want to play. It is hyped up, and you are near the end, I think, maybe. Yeah. The so, is all I want yeah. To say. So, whenever I 
the last time that I, I guess a couple episodes back, because last episode I didn't really talk much about it. I hadn't really progressed, hadn't had the opportunity to push too far. Um, but yeah, the last time I spoke about it, I was pretty early on. Um, now I am relatively close, at least by my estimation, to the end of the game. Um, you know, still a few more hours to go, but like you can, you can tell that you're starting to hit end game to some extent. Um, you know, the, the short answer to it, I like it a lot. Um, I have, I mentioned this before, but like I've played some tales games. I played, um, for reference for anybody who, you know, would appreciate it. Uh, Tales of Symphonia, uh, Tales of Vesperia, Tales of Exilia, um, Tales of Zestiria. Um, I, yeah, I've played. I mean, obviously, there's some big ones that are missing, but, you know, this is my fifth Tales game. I have a little bit of experience with them. Um, my, I mean, honestly, like my biggest negatives about it to kind of hit that out of the gate. It is, it feels a little, maybe the word for it being like sterile in comparison to other Tales games. Like it feels like it has a little bit less personality. It feels like it has a little bit less just like, it feels a lot more contained. Like I feel like other Tales games they do feel a lot more expansive. They feel like there's a lot more possibility and a lot to just like really dig into a lot of lore, a lot of background, a lot of this. Um, there's less of that in this. Like it feels very much like the world is very small um, to me anyway. Um, and additionally, one of the big hallmarks with like tales games being they usually have a lot of humor, like the, um, the skits that you can kind of view as you're traveling along and the, like, just the characterization, like there is just a lot of humor kind of interspersed with the serious moments. And there's a little bit of that, like there's comic relief, they're small things. Um, but it does feel a little bit like they've pulled back on that. So, okay. um, so those have been the only, like those two things have been the only things that have really stuck out to me where I'm like, okay, it feels it for whatever reason, it feels like it's pulled back a little bit, which I mean, some of that, like the humor specifically, some of that could be with the subject matter because a lot of it does center around here is a planet of people who were basically subjugated for being who they are to forever be the slaves of another group of people on this other planet. And so it's like, it's an entire story kind of revolving around the relationship of like the slave owner to the slave. Um, And so it's like, it's, it's a little bit heavier than like, Oh, here's the, here's the lovable, like, thief who's running around and doing this thing and he's just kind of like he gets sucked into this thing it's like you know i mean the stories do it's heavier it feels a little heavier so i i think that that's kind of part of it um which i get um 
but all that to say, like, legitimately, I don't know that there has been a um, JRPG, especially that in a long time that I have enjoyed battle as much as I have this. Like, um, I say that having said, I still have not played. What was that? (laughs) Yeah. I'm there. What did you say? I said, enlighten me. Yes. Um, the, so I haven't played Final Fantasy seven remake. Um, so I'm, yeah, I know. Um, so, you know, that could be, that could be a completely different conversation. I don't know, but, um, it is incredibly, even by Tails standards, I feel like incredibly engaging because like Tails combat is so action oriented and almost kind of like a mix between like a devil may cry and like a fighting game in a way Um, where it's like, you're comboing. It's less because with like a devil may cry, I mean, it's like specific moves and you're kind of doing certain things in this. It's almost kind of like you're, it's almost a fighting game in that you're like comboing certain things and you're trying to chain like party member moves into your moves to kind of keep up counters and kind of do all these kind of things. Um, and I mean, having played tales games in the past, like I don't remember any of them feeling this good to play where like you're going into combat or almost like actively seeking combat. And you're just like, yeah, let's go. Let's try this thing. Like it's not, it's not like the thing that you're doing is necessarily actively different, but it's like, okay, you're, I mean, you can legitimately go in and you can just like spam an attack and like, you know, and your party members, they'll have their own stuff and they'll have these, like, you can go very simple on it. You can just like, okay, Okay. this is my attack. I'm going in, doing it. Here it is. Keeping it small. But I mean, you can do it to where it's like, oh, I'm doing this thing and I hit him. And like, here's this, here's this like multi hit move. And then I knock him up in the air. And then I like dash around and I do a spin move and then I slam him into the ground and then I charge up this attack and I hit him. And then it's like, you know, then my guy, like he wants to come in and he wants to do this thing. And then like we hit him enough and now we're going to do a super move. And now it's just like, it's okay. There's all this like, it feels very kinetic constantly like it feels like everybody's doing something something's going on there's and there and it also strikes a good balance where i don't feel like i have to monitor everything that's going on like you don't have to keep track of like okay i have to make this person cast this thing and i have to do this thing for this person like you can just kind of go in do it and things run the way that they should um that honestly is like the shining point for me for okay. Tales of Arise. Um, the stories, I mean, the story is interesting. Like the stories I'm, I am interested in what's going on. I'm interested, um, you know, not to cast too much shade, but by comparison, uh, bravely default Two, which I played earlier in the year. Right. Um, yes. Could not give a shit about the story. Like, um, I mean, tell us how you really feel. I mean, legitimately like enjoyed playing the game, enjoyed the strategy of things, but I don't know that I have ever played a JRPG 
where I have just spammed the A button through like <laughs> yeah. dialogue. And like, I mean, it was, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you what was going on, what was happening. Um, this tales of Arise is not that like it has, it's more compelling. There's more like, if nothing else, like, I mean, tales games have their cheese. Like they're not, it's not like the, the voice acting is just, you know, top notch the best thing you've ever heard in your life um but you know it's the characters are compelling enough to where i feel invested the story is compelling enough to where it's like okay i want to see what happens um in the pantheon of tales games that i've played is it the best no at least whenever it comes to story and characters and some of that i think that other tales games probably have more compelling parts and bits of that but i mean whenever it comes to the combat like i i think it's unrivaled in that space like it feels just great to play and i mean it is a legitimate thing where like right now i'm what 35 hours in and it still feels very good to engage in combat um and i i mean honestly that's kind of saying something because i feel like i mean you and i both play yeah, I mean, you and I both, we play enough of these games, like we can kind of, um, you can kind of feel it once you get to a certain point where like, God, I just, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't want to keep fighting. through the motions or right. you're avoiding combat or yeah. you're just like sitting on your phone like half the time while you're like pressing like, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. So. And this doesn't feel like that. It feels a lot more engaging um, and just moment to moment feels good. Um, so yeah, I'm, I am enjoying it tremendously. I am, I'm really glad to see what, um, or I'm, I'm really glad to see the tales games just continuing in general because um, I don't have a ton of, you know, there, there are probably some listeners who are a lot better versed in some of the, you know, for lack of a better term, like B tier JRPGs, you know, looking at like the, the Yeez games and the, um, like trails of Cold Steel, like that kind of stuff. Like the, the games where they are a little, like they seem like they should have come out like 10 years ago, like that they're, but are good games and good stories. Like I don't have a lot of experience with those, but I am glad they, exist because they do legitimately carry the story on and carry on some of the like old JRPG roots that I appreciate. Um, whereas like love final fantasy, but final fantasy now is very different from what final fantasy was when I was a kid. Um, and so it's nice to have like JRPGs that do kind of, in some ways kind of harken back to older days and have some of those elements. So like, I'm glad tales has like kind of, you know, rediscovered itself and moved forward. And I also had like really good reception because that's also kind of a big thing is games like that. Don't always like find their audience. Um, so people are enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I'm enjoying tales. Nice. I am. Yeah. I mean, I've heard nothing 
but exceptional and wonderful praise for it. And that yeah. it's a great game. I'm excited to dive into it, hopefully here in a couple of weeks. Um, I definitely want to uh, get some game play in and game time in with it before we have our goatee discussion, which is around yeah. the corner. Yeah, it's um, getting there. We're, uh, we're closing in. Well, nice, but I'm glad. I'm <clears throat> very glad that you've dug it, that you've had time to like really get in and play. I know you've had a stressful couple weeks, and oh, I yeah. know that it's been the, uh, a good time for you to be able to just kind of sit back and really dig a game for a little bit. So happy it's for that, you. Uh, yeah, it's that uh, corporate lifestyle. You get in on that, and you you get to my age, everybody, and you just... You sell out and you just, your soul's sucked away by the, by the corporate cogs and, you know, you need, you need a good JRPG just to light me up a little bit. So Sounds that's what like tells us. Stardew Valley. Yeah, Stardew Valley. <laughs> um, well, and I mean, brings us to the other thing that I've been playing, um, Animal Crossing. That, that has also, yes. that's yes. been a little bit of my holdup of getting, um, Pokemon right away, or I mean, there are there are some other Switch games that I've been wanting to play, but it has been a thing where a lot of times playing my Switch is usually kind of wind down into the night, mm-hmm. like yeah. just kind of there, and I haven't really felt like digging into anything really substantive. Um, it's been a little bit of my hold up, kind of playing through Metroid Dread. Is not that I don't want to. It's just don't really want to focus in on it. Don't want to, right. don't want the like really hard, like Twitch yeah. kind of thing. Um, Animal Crossing though, for a long time, I mean, Animal Crossing New Horizons came out exactly day, day and date, exactly a month before my daughter was born. Yep. Um, and it was a thing where like it did kind of ground me a little bit mm-hmm. after she was born where it was like, okay, I've slept none at all, but I can just kind of for a minute, I can get some fruit and I can fish for a second and I can just kind of chill. And eventually like, you know, I mean, for most people I'm, I am not the uh, quote unquote, like hardcore animal crossing player. I haven't um, put in thousands and thousands of hours. But I've put in, you know, 150. I mean, it's yeah, sizable. It's not bad. Um, More than me. <laughs> the, but I mean, that was that was kind of the thing for a while. And I know what a, what a lot of people felt was, what else is coming? You know, we waited, right. we waited six years, seven years for a new Animal Crossing, and then the, it just kind of felt like it was over. And you know, COVID was to blame, I'm sure. But like, you know, having the new release come out, I think for a lot of people kind of breathed new life into getting back into Animal Crossing. And that's kind of, that's how it's been for me. Like, I mean, admittedly, I've done a little bit of the DLC. Um, I've done some of the stuff that you can do with some of the new updates. But for most of my experience has just kind of been like, I'm getting back. I'm, I'm having a new purpose. Like I'm having something to work for. I'm having something to work toward where it's like, Hey, yeah, there's new stuff. Like there are new things that I can kind of engage with and 
new villagers and mystery islands and Brewster and like, you know, all this kind of stuff where it's like, okay, there's, there's new life being breathed into this island. So I can just kind of hop in, play a little bit, uh, do a few things at the very least. If, if all I feel like doing is I want to collect some fruit, sell it. Now I, now I know what I'm working toward. Now I know that like, okay, I can help build this co-op or, Hey, I can do this thing. Like it's not, um, it's, it feels like there's a little bit more life into it, which, you know, I, I think there's, so as an aside, I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down a path really quick. Okay. Um, my, my sister earlier in the week, um, texted me asking if animal crossing would be a good game for my nephew. Um, okay. My, my nephew is, hold on a second. If you're listening, um, hold on. I know this. He, he is, you can do this. Eight years old. Sure. I, I don't know. Sure. Um, but he's at the stage right now. Like he wants oh, sure. to play, he wants to play Fortnite. He wants to play Roblox. Like he wants to play yeah. the games that kids are Those playing. Those games. Yes. Right. And she asked if Animal Crossing would be a good game for him to play. And I told her, honestly, I was like, I, honestly, I don't know. I was like, as, a, as an almost 30-year-old, it is a wonderful game to play. Because it is, there is so much that weighs on you yes. at this point in your life yeah. <laughs> that having something that you can just kind of like step back and have the yes. almost like chill non like non-restrictive part of um just living like kind of just yeah. wash over you like that is such a blessing and you know it's for a kid like I you don't necessarily get that. I mean, I loved Animal Crossing when I was his age. That was around the time that Animal Crossing came out for GameCube, and I loved it. And so many kids around me thought it was the stupidest thing they'd ever seen in their life. Because it was like, why do you want to play yeah. this? Like, what, what's the point? And, and that is the thing is like, I don't know. There's something, <laughs> there's something there's nice something about, about just about having it. that thing to slow you down. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it has been, it has been very nice just kind of digging back in and just having that renewed interest in like, you know, now I'm making kind of a farm on my yeah. thing where it's like, I got potatoes, I got wheat, I got tomatoes, and it looks, it looks beans, nice. Creams, it's tomatoes, just this potatoes, like, turkeys, yeah. yams. <laughs> yeah. I've repurposed this part of my island. It's like, it's going to be a farm now. It's going to be nice. It's going to, it's going to, you know, I, I'm not like, I don't have these super in-depth plans about what I want to do, but it's like, Hey, I got stuff going on. It's new stuff. Like it's, it's kind of re scratching that itch and I'm enjoying it. It's kind of what I need whenever I'm winding down and uh, yeah, I'm very much enjoying it. It's been very nice. Have you, have you gotten back into the animal crossing at all since COVID? No, no, I have not. Um, oh, that's sad. That's well, well, timeout. No, I played. <laughs> when did I play? I played some this summer for like two weeks um, okay. this past summer. And yeah, I mean, I, dug, I, I think I just enjoy Stardew more. I've been playing some Stardew. Um, I understand. So um, I'm like, where am I at? 
I'm in winter of the first year of it now. So, okay. Um, of that one that I started back a couple of weeks ago that I originally okay. talked about. So, yeah, I mean, I've been, that's a game that I, I will turn on in the morning every now and then before work and just, you know, get through about a day of it and then, all right, I'm set it down or I'll go for a little bit. And so, yeah. Um, you know, uh, I don't know what it is, but um, I just prefer, I think, the art style more than anything of Stardew more. I get that. Not not pooping on Animal <laughs> Crossings. Don't. This is no re- disrespect. This is just a preference. Yeah. That's all. Which I, so. I mean, I, I also love Stardew. And it, I mean, it does. It is a preference thing. I mean, it is something where the difference being, the biggest difference being Stardew, like you can see that progression significant so much more quickly. Like if you are a person who has min max tendencies where you want to see the payoff more quickly. Um, I mean, and me to some extent, like I love seeing the crops like grow and pay dividends and all this. Like, I love to see that progress. Um, and you know, Stardew kind of Stardew allows you to engage in that a lot more readily than Animal Crossing does. Animal Crossing forces you to essentially cheat the system to actually yes. like engage that part of yourself. Like if you were to play it the way you're supposed to play it, it's you have to just like take it literally at a glacial pace. Yeah. <laughs> and just yeah. enjoy the hell out of it or leave. And I think that was also you know, my problem the, with Animal Crossing yeah. is that it just took far too long to do anything. And that kind of sucked while Stardew was fast paced. There's actual story behind it. And, uh-huh. you know, characters have backstory. They have different ways that where you can interact with them that will change their tendencies and things that they do. And yep. there's also weird side plots going on. Which, I don't know, I, it just grabs, it pulls me in more. Um, not to say that Animal Crossing isn't. Animal Crossing is great. Again, it's yeah. just a preference yeah. more than yeah. anything. It is, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the, that's kind of the majority of it. Um, I, I, you know, we both, you mentioned Tales of Arise. I have a couple more things that I want to really dig into before the end of the year. Um, but you know, we're, we're getting there. We are, we are creeping up. Um, I mean, for some people doesn't matter in, in this industry, it very much is a thing where it's like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta know what you love. You gotta, you gotta really, I mean, it's kind of like the Oscars. Like you just gotta, you gotta know what the greats are and you need to, you need to experience Mm. that. You need to know the best pictures. Um, and that's kind of what we are. Yeah, when the Oscar list comes out for best pictures, I'd normally go and watch them all if, I, if they're available. Yeah, Just, yeah. Um, we, and and that's kind of that's kind of where we are. I mean, the with in the last week, the Keeleys showed off their uh, like Game of the Year nominees. Yeah. And, um, we've played. I mean, you and I, you and I have played a number of similar things yep. and some different things. And, um, there's some missing, I mean, notably Resident Evil village, um, yeah. psychonauts two for me, um, is something I haven't played. Um, and something also, I was very surprised to see on the game of the yes. year list. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, a lot of the other stuff, Ratchet and Clank, Death Loop, um, you know, Metroid Dread. we've touched, we have some experience with that. Um, so, you know, we're, we'll be able to have a good, good discussion. And that's, uh, yeah. that's the, that's the nice thing, but got to have more stuff, Corey. We got to play more things. We need to have those conversations. So the backlog goes ever on. Down but the <laughs> hopefully, you know, we'll, especially, you know, right now we're coming up on, um, American Thanksgiving, the holidays yes. are creeping up. We'll have more opportunities to kind of dig into those things. So when it comes goatee time, we're going to, We'll have some stuff. We'll have, we some have a things. five hour super spectacular oh, yeah. episode planned. Yeah. Multi episode, uh, super special uh, call in episode. Um, but uh, Corey, for the meantime, you know, we've we're kind of we talked about what we've what we've been playing. But let's uh, let's take a break for a minute, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, maybe you do mind. I don't know. I don't care. Either way, we're going to take a break. <laughs> yeah. um, and. When we come back, I just uh, anything the extra bits, Corey. Yeah. Um. I I have, folks. I have tried to workshop some other things. I don't. I don't. It might I just be just, extra bits. It might just be <laughs> just extra some extra bits. bits. <laughs> um. But when we come back, we'll uh, we'll dig into uh, dig into the extra bits. We'll uh, we'll ask Corey to dig in and tell us all about his bits. Um, but until we come back, uh, mm-hmm. we'll see you then. And we're back. Um, Corey's going to tell us about his bits. Uh, Corey, what you got? Ah, yeah, miss. yes, 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 yes. My bits. All my bits. Um, so, uh, my extra bits this week, uh, me and my wife finished Squid Game. We started a new <laughs> show called... Uh, yeah, Squid Game, really interesting. I'm, I'm still in, um, I'm still in the middle of Squid Game because my wife, uh, doesn't I don't know she she can hear me I'm I'm not gonna say it um my wife didn't want to watch Squid Game so I'm I am glacially watching through Squid Game myself very much enjoy it love it a lot it's Uh, good yeah Uh, if you don't have the stomach for it then I mean it it gets real it's rough yeah there's the it's good yeah yeah Uh, we enjoyed it what'd you start that uh, we started Fleabag on Amazon oh, really? Prime. Yeah, um, we watched the first season of it in basically a day, and my gosh, what a incredible show! So so funny, um, incredibly raunchy, uh-huh. but also extremely sad. Um, but yeah, uh, gives like the little bits of hope towards the end. Yeah, um, but yeah, I cried. It is a incredible show it's um there's two seasons of it this season was came out 2016 um it's a uk based show yep um set place in london and it follows um fleabag the character and her um tumultuous life following the passing of one of her best friends who uh, took their own life yep and um really good very very sad, but I highly recommend giving it a watch. Um, it's only six episodes, 30 minutes a piece. It's two hours of your life. It's basically a movie. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, I've watched. Watch it. I watched a season of Fleabag and very much enjoyed it. 
Um, I haven't progressed. I got pulled off onto something else. That's, I mean, that's one of the great things about UK television is like, you know, the, the storytelling is different. Like you kind of have to adapt your thinking whenever it comes to like, how are you going to watch it? Cause yep. it's not going to necessarily be as bombastic or, you know, instantly gratifying the way that American TV can sometimes be. But I don't know if you've ever watched, I think it's called catastrophe, um, which is also a UK based show. Um, and it's like, a uh, if, if I am remembering correctly, it's like a, it's an American who's on business in the UK and ends up sleeping okay. with a woman and she gets pregnant okay. and they end up, he ends up oh. moving over there and they, parent you know he's he's living in the it's a uk based show he's american but like it's kind of them just and i think each of the seasons if i remember correctly like they they kind of they almost kind of like time jump like where it'll be it'll be like it's a six episode season and then the next one will be like okay it's a year later and then like so their daughter you know she gave birth and then you're seeing the child at like one year old at their right. first birthday party. And like, you know, and it's kind of this, the it's, that is the thing with like UK television is there is like, it, they can be immensely funny, but they do really like lean in hard on some of the personal elements. Like they can yes. really mm-hmm. gut check you with, some because that show is the same way, like very emotional, yeah. very like sad at points, but also very funny and very you know engaging. Um, Fleabag was the same way, yeah. I I have not. I know that you know there are plenty of people who have seen all the way through. I have not, but at least from what I saw, um, very good, very good show. Yes, okay. yes. Um, really dug it. We're gonna watch the second season probably while we're. Down with her family um, over Thanksgiving, I imagine. But, okay. Um, yeah, so good. Um, other bits, uh, Taylor Swift's Red, I spoke about it earlier. Um, Chef's Kiss, 10 out of 10, <laughs> go listen. 30 songs, 10 minute all too well. Just I, perfection. Admittedly, like I, so I'm not like the biggest Taylor Swift fan. I mean, not for any I, I like your her biggest fault, plenty. I would say. Yeah, I, I like her plenty. I've never I've never listened. I've never had any prejudice. And I the songs that I've listened to, I've always really enjoyed. I've just never dove in headfirst into being like a Swifty. Um, mm. But I will say, like, I am I I've heard a number of different like outlets talk about her whole journey with like her albums that she's been re-recording. And I yes. do really vibe with that a lot. Like her oh yeah. going through and re- like taking this ownership over her material. Like I I love that that is like I mean I hate that it's a it's a thing that has to happen. Like that in right. American creativity you're in this position where you would have to like re-release your own work. And I, I mean, I know, like I get it. Like there's, it's not like she's recording in a vacuum. There are a lot of moving parts right. to that. Yeah. Um, but the, the idea that she is taking that route where she is just like, okay, like I'm going to re-record this stuff. It's going to be mine now. Like 
I I do really like dig the fact that that's been how all of this stuff has kind of gone down. So. Oh yeah, just one hundred percent. Like, um, I wanted this back. I offered to buy it back, and um, y'all y'all gave me the finger, so I'm giving you all the finger now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I I love it. Um, like you said, it sucks that it has to happen, but um, she's doing it. She's doing it well. I mean, she's winning right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Love Good for it. her. Proud of her. And um, that might be the end of my extra bits, I believe. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. That's, that's really about it. Yeah. Uh, do you have any extra bits this week, Chris? Nothing huge. I mean, I try to... Um, I like to I like to reserve this segment for less like gaming related things. I don't want to dig into much like gaming stuff. The only other thing that comes to mind that I'm like that's that's on my mind is the um the written house trial. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the only uh, other thing that's like yes. really um kind of I am itching my mad. bum right now. Um yeah, it's it, we won't dig into it too much. I mean, that's its own thing. If you want to listen to, oh. I'm sure, political, societal, like plenty of other podcasts, like they'll dig into it deeply. Um, but you know, we we had a teenager who, um, during riots last year, but uh, decided to bring an assault rifle and kill illegally purchased they illegally purchased and take it upon himself to like enact justice and kill in a city that he doesn't live in yes yeah to protect also traveled to do it um and yeah i mean it's it was a gross thing when it happened um and has continued to kind of be the shadow since you know everything was kind of being laid out but recently this week he was acquitted of his murder charges and essentially just kind of told you know as many young white men are is just like you know they're they're just doing their best they're they're americans they're like they're they're trying to protect america like they're they're young they don't get it like this is just how they they interpret it like whatever whatever the line is and it's been gross because it is this thing where like it's I mean, you and I are both white. We're both yes. heterosexual. We're in we're in the majority. Mm-hmm. Um and so we don't have a we have a privileged place where we can talk about this from. But it is gross looking down at it because it is like I don't identify with Cal Rittenhouse. I don't sit there and think like He's he's in my lane. Like he and I, we are family. We're like I do not vibe with his whole thing. I do not vibe with this whole like idea that like this is who we are, that this is who we should be, is just we should comfortably mow people down. And any also as a white person, I don't vibe with the idea of like the things that I do that are wrong should go without consequence. Like for me personally, yeah. sure, that's beneficial, but like I do not feel comfortable just as a human being 
existing in this place where I can just commit crime without, you know, any repercussions, without any repercussions. Like it does. It continues to be this disgusting part of who we are, where we can just accept the fact that like these, these things are acceptable for a certain part of our population. And these things are absolutely decried and worthy of on the spot murder by another party. Uh, I'm referencing black people being murdered on the street for not, um, not doing anything. Um, you know, it's, it's sad. Um, it's a, it's a tough thing. Um, again, don't want to dig into it too much, but it's, it's a, it's not great. It's, it's a lot of, um, it's made me sad seeing it. Um, because I know, I know if as a white person, if I am looking at this and I'm sad for what's going on, how much more frustrated or how sadder or, you know, all of these things, like how much more is that affecting like the families of the people who were killed, Mm -hmm. um, these communities, like all of these people who were directly affected or who have more like direct involvement with like what this means. Like, and it, it makes me sad for that because I just, you know, I don't, don't like that. I don't like to no. live in a country where I feel like there are significant parts of the population, like people that I would call friends or people that like I would, I would fight to see, um, equal treatment and, you know, kind of justice seen for that would just be kind of like pushed aside and said, well, you know, you're not, you're not as, worth worthy you don't have as much worth as like a young quote-unquote promising white boy Mm -hmm. um and it's sad i mean it's it's a tough thing um yeah i don't love it so no i mean following along with the trial and the gross um misconduct by the judge just frankly um throughout like the ruling was never a shock kind of a thing which i think is also the most not the most it is one of the more just like sad parts of it that yeah. you knew more than likely like he was going to be acquitted because the system has been designed set in place and created for a scenario like this to happen and for no consequences repercussions to happen to Kyle Rittenhouse, a 17-year-old white male um, who, you know, murdered two people on the spot, injured another cop, sat there and watched it, um, was allowed to go home, then brought in later. Meanwhile, you have, I mean, Trayvon Martin walking home with a bag of Skittles and just murdered in cold blood on the street. And I don't know. It's a long conversation we can get into. Yeah. it's a different, but, it's a different podcast, it's different yeah. conversations, but yeah, it's, um, it's a, it is a heavy thing 
And it's something that like does is worth addressing because like mm-hmm. we, we do have listeners I'm sure who are much more affected by this than we are. Um, and do have probably stronger feelings about this than we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's, it's worth addressing. Like we don't feel great about it. It's, <laughs> I don't love it. Um, it makes me sad that this is like continues to be a thing when it was a thing when I was a teenager and a kid and was a thing many, many years before I was even born. Um, the fact that we're still here, um, is sad. Um, so, you know, it's, that is, that's the, that's the extra stuff. The extra bits, yeah. You know that that's the yeah. those are the things that are going on in you know in America today. We're uh, good old America, yeah. Um, but yeah, Corey. Um, our what do you, so next week we are next week's Thanksgiving. Um, we're yes as um we're going to be giving thanks. Um, as ironically as it seems kind of coming off of that, we're, you know, we're going to be giving thanks. It's a, it's our tradition as Americans, you know, during this time to have that. Um, and so kind of in recognition of that, we're going to have a smaller episode. I know, you know, maybe you're, maybe you're happy about that. Maybe you're disappointed. I don't know, but it's going to be a little bit shorter, but we're going to just kind of talk about some of the games some of the game series that we feel thankful for that make us feel thankful. Yes. You know, we're kind of going to run with that theme and just, you know, talk about it, dig into it. Yeah. It's going to be really good. I mean, yeah, I enjoy Thanksgiving for the sole purpose of one, just good food, but two, being able to look and be thankful for things that I've been able to experience over the year and over the years. And I'm pumped to be able to talk to you about that and be able to just kind of reminisce on a lot of great things that um, I have every reason to be thankful and um, proud of. Absolutely. So it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be great. Looking forward to it. Uh, Corey, where can our friends and listeners and um, everybody else find you on the internet if they want to find you? On the internet, I can be found at uh, on Instagram at hash dot slinging dot thrasher or over on twitter at uh, stay thrashy or more importantly if you don't want to follow me individually please follow um our twitter account arcade underscore cozy um on the twitters yeah um additionally uh you can find us at arcade cozy on instagram um you can email us if that's more your thing um, at arcadecozy at gmail.com. And if you want to find mm-hmm. me specifically, um, you can find me at four point pixel on Instagram and at Swiss Von Joe on Twitter. Um, that's been a show, Corey. Yes. I like yeah. it. What a week. Yeah. Number 16. Number 16. Yeah. 16. The Sweet 16. Quinceanera plus Uno. Uh, that felt Ooh. wrong. Maybe I should. <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't know it, what I It's say. there now. Yeah, it's there. Um yeah, number sixteen. Well uh um but next week, Corey, we're gonna talk about what we're what we're thankful for. And I'm excited about it. Yes. But until then I am very pumped for it. 
Yeah, we will talk to you later, everybody. Have a good yeah, week. Catch you guys later. Y'all have a great week and love you a lot. Love yeah, you, bud. Love you. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.